everyone. Welcome to the Create Radio Show. I'm Jason Evans. With me is Kyler Clapp. Howdy. And running this thing is producer Chris. Hello. Let's get it started. Everybody, we made it this week. <laughs> somehow, somehow. How's everybody doing? Listener, watcher, how are you doing? Are you okay? Are you making it this week? Got your soup pants and your storm cellar. Yeah, do you have your uh, your shelter ready to go? This is the first the... time I've been out of my bunker. Yeah, well, we're glad you made it, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and show the people your face just so they know you're real and that you're with us. In There he is. There he is. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting week. You know, it seems like we have some kind of uh, governmental news every day that we record now. Um, as we're recording this, the House has voted to impeach our president. So, And I finalized my, mapping out my escape route from yeah. the city. <laughs> very good, very good. So, uh, listener, watcher, hopefully you are also uh, making your preparations, um, whether you're excited or scared, I don't know. Uh, but just remember... <laughs> God has everything under control, right? Yeah, don't be fearful. Yeah, um, no fear. Just get ready for the worst <laughs> case yeah. scenario yeah. possible. Yeah, but hey, I mean, we've been here before. Just, you know, not us, but like yeah. humanity has been here before. Um, so yeah, that's a way to start this show off on a on a high note, everybody. Good job. I blame myself. I brought it up. So uh, how's everybody doing? How was your week? Uh, Chris, let's start with you. It was, it was a good week. I found a little Debbie hat in my... Uh, in a box in my room, so that brightened my week. Can can you show the people oh, yeah. like the like the ding dong people, little yeah. Debbie? See, you? Little Debbie. oh, okay. that's kind of sorry, cool. listeners. You can't see this, but you would be jealous if you could see this. Yeah, maybe if uh, the wow. little Debbie people see it, maybe they'll, they'll sponsor, sponsor Chris. Yeah, sponsor. Yeah, sponsor I'll be Chris. A, He'll be I'll, I'll be a <laughs> mascot. I'll be. We send you hoodies. Uh, I can't be little Debbie. I'll be Husky Deborah or something. <laughs> Deborah, Husky Deborah, Husky Dan. Why did you pick uh, a Husky girl's Dan, name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, wow! Husky that's Donovan. So that's been the highlight of your week is uh, seeing the uh, finding the little Debbie hat. It was. It really was. Just Good. brightened my whole day. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm glad you were able to Good. to experience that. What about you, Kyler? How's your week been? It's been a blur. <laughs> What's today? Wednesday. Thought it was Friday. Just now. Yes, we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been fine. Um, nothing out of the nor- out of normal, out of whoa, out of out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just yeah, nothing. Well, well, that's that's good. I'm glad it was nothing. So <sighs> lots of early mornings. Yeah, church things. You know, it, is that uh, we've never really discussed this. Is that good for you or not? I. I can, I'm a morning person depending on how much sleep I've gotten. But the thing is, when I know I'm supposed to wake up early, I wake up like five times a yeah. night because I think I've missed my alarm. I'm afraid you're going to oversleep. And the other night I woke up to, I was sleeping, watching The Office, and I woke up on the episode where Dwight is strangling Meredith. And Meredith is just like screaming. So that was not fun because <laughs> I didn't think I was watching The Office. He thought of his life. I was like, what? <laughs> what crime show did I go sleep watching? 
Oh wow! So are you are you watching The Office? Was it I guess on Peacock? Yeah, it's on Is Peacock. Yeah, I caved. Yeah. Well, we uh, Cameron and I, as of last night, we also caved because what we found out at your prodding, we started watching the Saved by the Bell. Yeah, reboot. Um, yeah, reboot. What we found out is only the first episode is free. Yep. So Tell you didn't you. tell me that. Uh, to I start didn't off, know, otherwise we probably wouldn't have started it. Okay, well, because now we're like invested, we've got to watch the other nine episodes. Then, so we went ahead and purchased it, and so at least we, when we go to sleep watching The Office, at least we can watch all more than just seasons one and two now. So that's right. good. Right. So that's good. So I guess thank you. But you were gonna buy it eventually, so eventually, I just did you a favor. You're probably right. The streaming wars are really getting out of hand. They really are. It's yeah. like it's a thing now. Yeah. Especially with Netflix just releasing their their 2021 movies. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. That uh, Kyler just made Chris and I watch their trailer, so you should go check it out. We'll try to remember to link it in the show notes. Um, but it's actually a pretty spiffy trailer. It um, is just really kind of outlining the basically the celebrities they've got to be in their movies. Um, I've still yet to really watch a Netflix movie that I just like was like loved it. You know, it was like, oh, this is so great. Um, but maybe twenty twenty one is the the year. The one that comes to the top of my head is Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston. And oh, Adam and Adam Sandler. Sandler. Mm-hmm. But can't. Can't tell you another Netflix movie I yeah, liked. Yeah, so, you know, they definitely are trying the volume thing. Um, and I know celebrities and these these people in the industry love working for them because I've heard that Netflix gives them, like, almost total creative control. Oh, wow. I just feel like sometimes that works against them, you know, because if you've got all the money and no no limits, uh, I don't know. I think sometimes that works against them. That's, that's just my... Opinion, I think though. they're in a whatever it takes mindset. Because was it you the other day that was telling me that they're in they're in a big chunk of that Netflix is? Uh, yeah, they are for sure. Yeah, but I mean, most of those companies are really the one that's the probably the only two that aren't are Disney and and Warner. Disney's so good. Um, but they just got so much capital in, in all their IP that it it helps them from. But you know, Warner Brothers and AT and T they burn cash like crazy to get HBO Max off the ground. Um, but they just have so <laughs> much money that you know. Uh, there's some good stuff on there, but like for HBO Max, it's, I mean, if you're an HBO person, um, like if you like all their shows, but they do have a wonderful movie catalog, Mm -hmm. but it's like all classic movies. So if like, that's your bag, like it's super enticing. If it's not, then you're probably not going to maximize what it costs because it's the most expensive of them by far. But anyway, so yeah, I read a report that they, the Nielsen released like the streaming hours. Uh, from 2020, and the office was streamed 952 million hours in 2020. That's insane. <laughs> so that's why uh, Peacock was able to decided they would pay like 500 million dollars for five years Jeez. worth of streaming the office. So it, that's, that's crazy. So many hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a billion hours in a year. Um, it's incredible. There's also just I think people stream that much because there's just not many shows like that now. Yeah. With the, you know, with the way it's set up, like sitcom, but they do the, yeah. the shots with the characters. Yeah, the the docudrama yeah, style. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, like it, and it's just, you know, I think it's just generationally, there's like always like three, three or four shows that will just extend beyond a generation. Mm-hmm. And so like your generation, like that, the Parks and Rec and a couple others, it's mm-hmm. like, those are the ones. My generation, it, you know, I, I would definitely throw Seinfeld in there and you go back before that. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm fine. It's a, it's a total generational thing. Uh, it is the best sitcom of all time. There's really no, no denying it. But anyway, um, that's my generation. 
And you go back a generation before that, and people like the Brady Bunch and, and stuff Nash. like that. And MASH. Nash. And MASH is the number two show of all time. Hi. So it's great. It's great. Hi. But, but you know, every, every, every generation has their two or three shows. And so I think The Office definitely stands out as one of those. And yeah, because my sister watches it. Yeah. And she's 16. Yeah. And so it will live, you know, I think for a long time. But I just wonder, because of the streaming wars and because there's so much content now, because everybody's got a streaming platform, uh, it's going to be hard to find those shows, I think, yeah. that reach such a mass mass audience. But I don't know. It's Community's interesting. is a good one for Com- those of yeah. you who love to watch The Office, Community, Parks and Rec, yeah. Superstore. Super What's another one? That's all I got. Uh, oh, uh, The Good News. That's a good one. Good News. Oh, the, yeah, it was only like two seasons. Yeah, I was sad. Uh, the Good Place, I've heard. Good I haven't place. actually watched yeah, it. Yeah, watch The yeah. Good Place. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Watch yeah. The Good Place. Um, 30 Rock's good. Yeah, 30 Rock is great. Uh, a lot of those. Yeah. Just a, a lot of them. Check them out. That's what they're there for. But this article just said that out of the top 10 streamed shows throughout the year, uh, all of them were at least 10 years old. So nothing that's been produced in the last 10 years was one of the top 10 streamed shows. Um which I think says a lot. I just think our I think it says people don't know how to act anymore. Well, I think there's that. I think the creativity, but I also just think it's again. There's so many options. You know, if you've got one option, then a hundred percent of the people are going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a hundred options, you may only have you know one one to five percent who watch it. Mm-hmm. So I just think I don't know. It's it's just going to be interesting when we look at like you know your sister. And like the generation after that, and the generation after that, it'll be interesting to see what viewing habits are like. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know how we got onto that, but uh, it's a good start. It's a good start. You guys ready to do a top three? Sure. Let's do it. All right. We don't have our guitar theme music, Kyle. Like, you know, we didn't even mention. Harmonica. I feel bad. I feel bad. Oh, we didn't even I mention the fact Kyle's not don't here. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Uh, Kyle couldn't join us today um, just because of real life and work and teacher things. Um, Obviously, we miss him. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't realize he wasn't here until the guitar didn't play. He got in trouble for tripping a kid at recess. (laughs) Really? I didn't hear that. Mm, Oh, neither did I. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think you were (laughs) maybe tattling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Kyle's a great teacher. Yeah. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Wouldn't know. Let's do the top three. And since we were talking about streaming, I want to ask you a top three. This one may be hard. Okay. But Mm. what are the, I guess it's a version of Desert Island. If you could only take three shows with you that you, shows or movies, anything that's on a streaming platform, you can only take three of those items with you. What would they be? Oh, so like any movie or show? Yeah. So anything that you can currently watch on a streaming platform, but you only get to take three of them. There's so many. So basically. Yeah. So you take all this content now and you whittle it down to only three. Uh, Chris, go first. Dang, I only have two, but I don't. Is it okay if one isn't on a streaming platform, but it's still a movie? No, it I'm has sure to be on a streaming on, platform. Well, if, 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 you, yeah, say what the movie is and we can tell you. Uh, it's Extreme Days. Wait, the, <laughs> wait, Extreme Days? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> See, that's with the Toby Mac song? Yeah. That that movie. It's like all about the with ex- the four four college age dudes and like the girl <laughs> they pick up along the way. That that movie was my childhood. Okay, we have to look this up I've and see if it's streaming anywhere. Toby <laughs> Max song. Mine's okay. we're, living, we're living in extreme days. What are your other two? Uh, my other God's one. Not dead. Yeah, no, God's not dead. Two. No, <laughs> not one. No, no, no. Two. We're going, God's not dead. Three. 
Um, TV show, it'd be Hogan's Heroes. Because I'm just, I was always fascinated by the history of World War II and just a comedy of like a secret organization tunneling in a POW camp was yeah. just, it was fascinating so to me. It was a, funny. Uh, have you about, re- go ahead, WWE wrestling? Hogan's Heroes? What? No, because I thought he was talking about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> I no. said, oh wow, Chris didn't know. Hogan, Hulk Hogan's Heroes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay, real fast on Hogan's Heroes. Have you ever seen the movie The Great Escape? Oh, yeah, that's one of my okay, top. Well, if that's it's, all, if it, I, it's kind of like you know, Hogan's Heroes kind of came as like a comedic yeah. version of yeah. that story, right? I was yeah. just making sure you'd seen it. Oh, yeah, that's okay. that's definitely one of my top. Honestly, I would thought that for my third option, okay. it'd be The Great Escape, if that's on a streaming platform. Okay, so for the record, Extreme Days is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Yes, it came out in 2001. Here's the synopsis. There you go. As four lifelong friends, Will, Brian, Matt, and Corey are on a road trip they've been planning their whole lives, Corey's beloved grandfather unexpectedly dies. When going to claim Corey's inheritance, the gang meets Matt's beautiful cousin, Jesse, and embark on a hilarious extreme sports-filled adventure. Sports-filled? Yep. Sports-filled. <laughs> oh, extreme said sports. Oh. Extreme sports. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. I could really? quote that whole movie. I've seen it so many times. That's interesting. That's probably the most watched movie I've ever seen. Like for me. Interesting. Okay. So so it's Extreme Days. Extreme Days. Hogan's Heroes. Yep. And what's your third? Is it Grey Escape? Grey Escape. Okay. Yep. Grey Escape is number three. Kyler, you're up. Ooh, mine would probably be oh darn. I always have favorites and then I just I forget. Oh my gosh, I know, no, Um um The Pink Panther. The Steve Martin? The yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. So good. One of I'm my, my favorite movie ever. One of my, my, favorites. my favorite line in that is when the 006 guy comes up to him and he says, mm-hmm. I'm 006. Do you know what that means? And he's like, yes, it means you're one away from the big time. <laughs> That's my favorite line. <laughs> so good. The second one's okay, too. Um, That. Oh, wait. This is like if I'm stuck on an island. Yeah, so you can only take these three things with oh, you. Oh man, I no, maybe never mind. I scratched that one. It's a great movie though. Wait, Pink Panther? Yeah, scratch I scratched Pink, Pink Panther. Panther. Okay, so it's off okay. the list. Okay. Yeah, I would take Stranger Things. Okay. Big Stranger Things fan, and I would take oh, it's like it's a dance it's a dance movie i think it's called like dance academy or something on hulu it's like a very grade b film but when i watched it because like the the actors are actually dancers and um it's like based off an australian series about a dance academy anyways um the movie was so beautiful and the dancing and the music and i would take that and then i'm torn between princess diaries and oh this is hard (laughs) i love frozen Mm. One yeah. or two. I li- I like one better than two, but they're both good. And there was a while I really liked Finding Dory. I don't know. I can't decide. That's what I've got. You have. So what's your third? Well, I do like Park and Parks and Rec. I'd be probably Parks and Rec. So Parks and Rec. <sighs> yeah. Sadie and Parks and Rec. Stranger Things. Stranger Things and that dance movie. That dance movie. You don't remember the name of it? No, I was gonna say Step Up Two because that's one of my favorite movies of all time. But the acting is so bad. Mm. So that's it. Yep. All right. So I, I think mine, I've been thinking about this for a long time, basically as long as I've asked the question. 
So, um, definitely the office, it's just like, it's become such our, my wife and I's habit when we go to mm-hmm. sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> that it's, it's just comforting for us. Uh, Michael Scott's voice. <laughs> That's uh, no matter how sad that is. Um, so the office. <laughs> it's quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? I think Steve Carell would even say that. Um, <laughs> but the office Seinfeld, I don't need your comments. And then the third, and this is definitely a wild card, but it's it's the best movie I've watched in the last 10 years. And it's a movie called Wind River. It's got Jeremy Renner in it and uh-huh. written and directed by Taylor Sheridan. And it's somehow a lot of people did not see it. It came out in 2017. I saw it in theaters three times. That's how much I liked it. And when it's, when it's on uh, anywhere I find it on a streaming platform, uh, I watch it. And um, it's just a great one. It's a good one. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's kind of like a, a, a Western mystery type of movie. It's just, it's interesting. Mm. That would be my third, Wind River, because uh, I could just put it on, watch it again and again and again. So that's been top three. That was a good one. Yeah. That was good. You guys had great answers. I could have better. Well, if you had time to think about it. True. So we could expand it to top 10 and then mm. that could yeah. be the whole podcast. So we don't have time for that, though. Um, you guys see anything in the news? Such a big question. <laughs> Which part of the news? <laughs> Any part. What's the first thing that came to mind? Oh, you know, America. America. Yeah, I think it's crazy. Yep. Vikings storming the capital yep. of our nation. <laughs> the guy in the, in the fur... Yeah. Yeah. My pastor Sunday was like, aren't you glad God says no sometimes? And he went on to say like that high school football player he thought was cute is now wearing a Viking headdress and <laughs> painting his face red and blue and storming the Capitol. And I was wow. like, dang, you're probably right. <laughs> he went there. <laughs> I saw, uh, you know, the uh, that picture that's going around of the guy carrying the podium. Mm. Uh, I saw someone comment on that picture. Said something like, "He went to the Capitol to literally take a stand." I <laughs> uh, took the stand. Wow. Good one. Wow, that's a good one. I think the most heartbreaking out of all of that is to or to me, which probably says something because I'm sure there's a lot more heartbreaking um, situations about it. But when they went into the archives and they're pulling out all the artifacts, mm-hmm. just like destroying them, destroying them, or stealing them. <sighs> Golly. Yeah. But now I know I could steal the Declaration of Independence pretty yeah, easily. National treasure could come yeah. true. I can just see like Nicolas Cage on his couch, like with his cup of tea, because he's not a coffee drinker probably. <laughs> and he's just watching the news and he's like, we did it, boys. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> not not because of any political affiliation, but like. It's like his movie came to life. And what you didn't <laughs> see is that the Declaration is right behind him on his side table. <laughs> Nick Cage, man. Mm. What a life. I haven't seen, I've seen the trailer for Netflix, the the history of curse words. And oh, he's yeah. like the host of it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just anytime you see Nick Cage, you're just like, man, that guy, what a trip. Mm. You know, what a trip. Yeah, so other than the Capitol, I don't know if much has happened. Do you want to focus in on the church? Has any good news happened in the church good this week? Good news in the church. I think we've gone four days without a moral failing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a public, I'm kidding, like, a, kidding. like a national a news. Moral, no, I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> Are you? Are you? Oh, man. I well, know. Go ahead. Well, our the organization we work for, they they kind of treated the pastors this week by they hired a psychologist to do 
a live stream on mental health mm-hmm. um, and kind of talking about how the past year probably affected most pastors. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I hope pastors take advantage of things like that. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it, it's extremely helpful. That's that's definitely an area. There are a lot of areas in the, the church, especially mm-hmm. the American church, that we haven't uh, probably taken as seriously as we need to. Mm-hmm. And mental health uh, is one, not only for people in our church, but for pastors. Um, you know, there's, there's a ton of mental stress and emotional stress that pastors go through mm-hmm. and, you know, you've joked about the moral failures, but I mean, there's probably a direct link in a lot of those cases with mental health. Yep. Um, so that's good that, that they're offering those things, mm-hmm. uh, especially after a year like 2020, it was an emotional roller coaster. Anything else? We're good. I don't have anything. Mm. I really don't watch the news. I truly, I really no, try not to. Yeah. So my habit is, uh, I'm an old man. And I subscribe to the New York Times, the digital edition. And so every morning when I get up, have my coffee, I go through my my prayers, my Bible reading and all that. I write in a journal and uh, then I read the newspaper. And once I'm done with that, that's it. I'm done with it for the rest of the day. So that way I get get the news I want. And then if anything else happens, uh, someone has to tell me about it. So... Kind of like the olden days before you could get information at an instant. But yeah, let's talk about the church creatively speaking. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we are, never mind. Well, we create. Creative podcast. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I mean, technically the word church isn't in our podcast name. So, you know, we're just a create radio Thank show. But um, no. <laughs> uh, honestly, if I could be very honest, I feel like we need to do a better job of talking about creative things in the church. Uh, it's just this year, I think of all years, we saw things that were much bigger than just like, Hey, what's this new camera or what's this new technique we've seen a church Mm -hmm. doing. So, um, but we're going to try to veer back into that. And, uh, I do want to talk though, this is big on my heart. It, It really became a big thing after reading the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer. But, um, you know, I've, I've become abundantly concerned about the way creative people, especially in the church manage their time. And especially in in lieu of time management, doing work versus spending time with, you know, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, this morning I listened to a podcast and they they were talking about the story of Mary and Martha when Jesus comes and visits. And we're probably all very familiar with the story of, you know, Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet while he's talking and chatting and teaching and all that kind of stuff. And Martha's busy. You know, she's working. Martha's got pizza rolls you know, in the oven. Yeah, vegan pizza rolls. She no got vegan. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, she's, she's working. She's preparing the meal. She's making sure the house is tidy. She's making sure, uh, you know, Jesus has everything he needs and then the other guests and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know the story. She eventually confronts Jesus and says, hey, listen, tell my sister to help me because I'm doing all this work and she's doing nothing but sit here at your feet. And what is Mary's and what does Jesus say? Oh wait, Mar- wait, was it Martha? I know a lot well, of Yeah, Martha is the one who confronts Jesus. Oh, Jesus says, uh, you know, the Mary's chose the good thing or the yeah, one thing. Yeah, that's I, right. I read one, like the yeah. one thing that matters. I forget. Yeah. Don't like, quote. You know, he said, you know, there's several things going on here and you're doing so many things, but Mary has chosen the one thing that matters most. And she's chosen to sit at the feet of Jesus. And and what that got me thinking about as I was driving into work this morning is, you know, creatively speaking, we are tasked so much with doing all the work that I wonder how often we have time to sit at the feet of Jesus. Hey, is it rhetorical? <laughs> well, 
I thought you were about to answer. That's why I paused. We don't. <laughs> we don't like just a yeah. Blanket. Genuinely sitting at the feet of Jesus, definitely not. Because I would beg to differ that you know hopping on the Bible app and doing your devotion isn't necessarily sitting at the feet of Jesus. I think it's a great discipline, but well, then what would you? How would you separate those things? I would literally say sitting somewhere, chair, floor, whatever. Um, creating the space to quiet your mind and just, you know, making room for God to speak. You're not even asking anything. You're not praying. Um, that to me is making room for the Lord. So like a, a in a contemplative position almost? Yes. Like almost placing like, yourself in yeah, a spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. What do you think, Chris? Basically the same thing I was thinking. Well, I just, my fear, like, I, I mean, I agree. I think that is, that is part of sitting with Jesus. I, I wouldn't discount Bible reading and, you know, the prayer and I wouldn't discount those things. I think it's all part of the process, but I do think you have to leave room mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I mean, you, you've probably heard it before, but, you know, what's the point of pouring out all these needs or all these requests and all this stuff if you don't leave time to hear an answer, right? Mm-hmm. you know, like if you don't set aside time to also receive, um, and, and in theory, we probably reverse those, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we spend time just trying to listen for God before we, you mm-hmm. know, ask him for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just think it's such a dangerous spot that we've, we've placed the burden on creative people to do all the work. And I don't mean all the work. I mean, pastors are, they, you know, I mean, everybody's busy in the church. Like I'm not, I'm not discounting that, but it's just, you know, who are the ones who, when something breaks that they're at the church at five in the morning to fix it on a Sunday before it, you know, before church yeah. happens or, you know, when the live stream goes down, who is the one who gets all the text messages? Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah. it the pastor? You know, it's, it's the, the, the creative person or the tech or it's whoever. And, and I just fear when I, when I heard this story, I just started thinking, I feel like by default, so many creative people in the church have become Martha, mm-hmm. even if it, that's not their heart's intent. And I fear that the church structure has helped push us into being more like Martha yeah. than yeah, like Mary. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think those creatives that are constantly doing things have the heart of like, well, this person, you know, isn't helping me. Like, why is a pastor getting to spend yeah, time in his yeah. office praying? I think it's just like what creatives do now. So yeah. that's like their job description, yeah. basically. Yeah. I think it's unconscious almost. Yeah. And, but what, what I fear is that it's become so unscious, we don't even care to be Mary. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like that's really my fear. Or we're unaware we yeah. are yeah. Mary. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's just kind of my fear. And um, but I don't know how do we let me ask this question. And so if we can acknowledge that maybe by default we've moved into this realm where we're much more like Martha than Mary, how can we begin to shift that idea? Because I know the challenge is well, if the organization calls for it and if it's your job and you do get paid for it, there are mm-hmm. things you've got to uphold. But I'm also a firm believer that if we can manage our lives well enough, we can take all that in stride and still be merry when we need to be merry. So how do we, how do we do that? You know, like I said, we become self-aware, not in like a self-help way, but like a, you know, am I spending so much time doing this and neglecting spending time with the Lord? And when we do, you know, we do come up with our own plan, like what does this look like for me? to set the appropriate boundaries and make that time. Um, we can approach our leaders and say, you know, if I, maybe not if I, but, you know, I would really like to make spending time in his presence a priority. And I would like your help in doing that mm-hmm. by, you know, 
dedicating this time in this space to do that. Yeah, like that build sense. it, like build it into your workday. Yeah, even. yeah. And I mean, I like I know a lot of times for me, if I'm if I'm feeling overwhelmed by something, I take like thirty minutes, or I try to take thirty minutes to an hour, and I throw on worship music, and I'm like, I'm just gonna create something um, with the heart of you know, hopefully this design will minister to somebody, or maybe it'll just help, like help me process what mm-hmm. something the Lord's speaking to me. That's good. That's a, actually a good little technique. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it is like, yeah. I wonder, and cause I think about this in my own life, even like how often do I seek God before I start creating, Right. you know, cause oh, I think that's, that's, that's part Oof. of it. That's part Oof. of it too. Like just in general, you know, be, well, it's just, you know, I mean, I, if, if you live in the church world, mm-hmm. It's so easy, A, to get jaded towards anything, mm-hmm. yeah. but which is a sad thing. Um, but it's also just so easy to begin to overlook what might be most meaningful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we, and I mean, we, you know, we don't pray before we start recording this podcast, you know, but realistically, maybe there's room for that. Oh, I mean, we can. You know, like maybe there's room <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your permission. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying like, I don't know. I think sometimes we just get so focused on the task that we forget like who the, who the task is for. Yeah. You know, in the, in, in creative world, we use the client speak, right? You know, we got to please our client. We've got to know what the client wants. We got to know what the, well, I mean, isn't in the church, isn't, isn't God, isn't Jesus, isn't the gospel, isn't that the client, like, isn't that the message? Like, and if we're not seeking what the client wants, like, I just wonder sometimes if we're, if we're starting against a brick wall instead of starting against the open door, you know, like, and I'm not even trying to over-spiritualize this because you guys know me. I'm, I'm about the least like over-spiritualized person there is. What's that? I didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just, I'm not going to, like, I I fully believe in spiritual things and, like, I embrace the mystery of who God is and who Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is and what the gospel is, but I'm not going to over-spiritualize something. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think there's room for us to ask God what he wants through this before we try to figure out what we want through it. Yeah. And I guess that would apply to everything in life, but I just, I just, I I fear that that's like the last place we look when we start doing Mm -hmm. creative things in Mm -hmm. the church sometimes. Yeah. I, maybe I'm the outlier. No, no, no. I've, I've probably said this before on the podcast because it's stuck with me ever since one of my old like worship mentors um, said this to me, he was like our main job as worship leaders. And I think this goes for all creatives in the church and even like pastors are like our main thing is to minister to the heart of the Lord. And then from there minister to the church. And then last ministered to the world and I think as creators it's like we just don't feel significant enough that Mm -hmm. our like graphic is ministering to the Lord but I think like you said I don't think we think things like you know is this pleasing in his sight like is this graphic with the verse on it and I mean it's kind of crazy because we can just go throughout our day you know posting scripture to you know a whatever a background and photoshop yeah and, and a, a landscape because you know they appeal and a to landscape people. because that's the trend <laughs> yeah. helpful tip landscapes with words are what people like don't know why um i mean i know why it's i mean anyways <laughs> um but yeah so the, i mean we just don't realize that we're we're copy and pasting the word of god from some online bible thing mm-hmm. like it although mm-hmm. and it, everything's just become so mundane yeah um 
Well, and I, I like the way the way you said that it should start with our focus inwardly towards our towards God, mm-hmm. and then the congregation, and then the world. Yeah, and like I think because of the rise of technology and the rise of social media, and how suddenly your church can have a world platform, mm-hmm. uh, we've we've almost we've almost reversed that order yep. in some ways yep. that we focus so much on how we can have. we, how can we, you know, the cynic in me would say, how can we look good to the world so yeah. that we can bring people into the congregation into the church, yeah. and then give God the glory. Yeah. Um, that would be the cynic in me, <laughs> but you know, but even the non-cynical side of that is it's like, you know, everyone says, you know, well, social media used to be the website is your front door. Now social media is the front door mm-hmm. of your church. So you've got to make mm-hmm. the world know that you're ministering. But it still, I think, starts in in that God order. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, are we are we doing things that please God, and right. are we are we beginning our our, our worship times by worshiping right. and blessing God mm-hmm. before you know? Because it's <laughs> you know, to bless God means to salute or congratulate or to offer praise towards God, and sometimes we don't start anything that way. You know, um, but again, going back to this idea of are we are we becoming so much like Martha that it's hard to recognize how little we are like Mary? Um, I would challenge anyone listening, uh, whether in their they're in the church world or not, or whether they do creative things in the church or not. You know, how can you find times to sit at the feet of Jesus? Mm-hmm. And if that's having a conversation with your pastor or your ministry leader and saying, hey, is it okay if I, you know, take 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock on Thursdays and I'm just going to, you know, disappear and not check email, not be distracted by anything. And I'm just going to spend time in prayer and listening Mm -hmm. to God and listening for what God might have for me. Uh, If it's if it's waking up. You know, because sometimes that's the challenge too, is disciplining yourself. If if it's waking up an hour earlier so you can do that before your day begins, because you know, if you start your day with a significant time with God, maybe that you know will impact what happens throughout the day, or if it's taking a lunch break and you know, but whatever it is, find ways that you can rest in Jesus during you know, during the work week. I mean, during, during your week, because I know we could default and say, well, we do that on Sunday or mm-hmm. we, you know, Saturday's our day off. And then we could question whether or not you're really, yep. you know, doing, spending time with Jesus on your day off. Um, but nevertheless, that's my challenge for you this week is that you try to figure out a way to build that time in because, you know, with new year, everyone has goals, plans. They want to change something about their life. If you don't actually build in the time to create change, it's not going to happen. So that's my challenge. Figure out how to be more like Mary. Right. You know, Martha has her place. Martha didn't do anything wrong, except at that moment she didn't choose the most important thing. But she didn't. She that's didn't do anything wrong by choice. being. Well, <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong by by being the host. She didn't do anything wrong by making sure dinner was great. She didn't do anything wrong about making sure the guest needs were met. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes down to it, you got to make a choice to spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. How are you going to spend that time? That's my question. Yeah. And be encouraged to, um, if you have the space in your schedule right now for five minutes, um, bring what you have and God honors yeah. that. And, you know, the more, I know it's, we've heard it over and over, but the more time you spend with him, the more you like crave his presence mm-hmm. and, you know, being with him. So that five minutes could eventually turn into 
30 minutes and not 30 minutes into an hour, but bring what you have and, and God's pleased with that. So, and then by the end you become a monk in and the then, French Alps, in the French so, Alps, yeah, wearing gonna, only brown, <laughs> wearing, wearing just a brown tunic. I've got a, I've got a friend, uh, Jeremy. He he says that he just knows one day he's going to come across me, and I'm going to be wearing one of those brown tunics. I'm going to have my hands stuffed inside the sleeves. And I have a long beard, and I'll just be like Brother Jeremy. There's just no, there's n- there's no other color more humbling than brown because brown oh. looks no good. It doesn't look good on anyone. But if <laughs> I've never seen brown worn well. If part of your purpose is to give up vanity, then brown brown, brown robe, rope belt, it's the way to go. Slippers, yep. sandals. Jesus sandals. wears sandals. We're trying to be Christ like here. <laughs> oh man. Well that was fun. Get you I some brown like... keens. Sorry. <laughs> Had to. <laughs> I feel like that was a fun conversation. Yeah. I hope, I hope everyone else enjoyed it. I was having it. fun. Uh, maybe next week we'll be able to hear Kyle's take on that. Um because I'm sure he would huh? What? <laughs> what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Can't wait to have you back, Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> before, before we get out of here, uh, we do have a couple of announcements to make. And uh, first of all, we want to remind you, if you haven't been to the new website yet, recreateok.com. Uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. And um, also, we are looking for contributors. Uh, we mentioned this last week, but we're really wanting to start getting our uh, weekly thought journal out and open to everybody in the world through our website. And we need contributors who want to like write for that. It's like a blog, but oh. I feel like people hear blog now. And they're like, Such oh, a those are so out, <laughs> you know, blogs are so out. Just, I just suddenly smelled coffee and like salt, dark green and like doodles. I don't know. <laughs> it's hipster thing. <laughs> just hipster things. Interesting. <laughs> I want to go to Hoboken. Yeah. There you go. Nobody there you knows go. what that is. It's on the hat. Did you know that? For where? Right there. Oh, wow. Wow. Subliminal, subliminal it's message. A brown hat. That's how marketing works, you know. Subliminal. See, I'm already halfway there. I've got a brown hat. I'm almost a monk. So, <laughs> but anyway, we're looking for contributors who would want to write a blog post for us, and you know, we're looking for things. Uh, really, on the blog, we want to focus on like spiritual things. How can we build a creative spiritually? Uh, but there's also room uh, for people to do like how-to videos and tutorials, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, After Effects hacks or video tips and tricks or or whatever it is. Um, we're looking for anyone who would contribute to that. So just go to our contact page and in the message, just say I want to contribute, and uh, we'll we'll reach out to you and we'll figure out uh, how you can make it mm-hmm. happen. So and everybody has something to contribute. Definitely. Definitely. So make our lives easier. Here's contribute. here's the thing: if we've been on the air for seven years, then anyone can contribute. <laughs> like it's just it should be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Why do we have microphones? Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, but anyone can contribute. So we want to. We want you to be a part of this. Uh, it's a team effort. What are you laughing? Don't at? hear me wrong. I'm all for freedom of speech. <laughs> Oh. Anything can be listened to today's climate. Okay. Anything can be twisted. I can't see that. That is a hot topic right now. Isn't I know. It? <laughs> I know. I said it and I said, oh. Uh, there it is. Well, I'm sorry, Kyler. We're removing that microphone from you. It shouldn't be illegal <laughs> for anyone to say anything. They Well, I'm going to yeah. stop talking. Yeah. We, are, we are not... Uh, uh, amendment attorneys or uh, historians on the amendment. Or even so abiders. we're going to stop talking about it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I abide by all the amendments. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Kyler, uh, do you want to help us talk about the, what we're doing in February in regards to social media? Yeah, we're going dark. We're going dark. Can we, dark Chris, can we, can we fade air. out, can we fade out the, li- the, the video? And get like that dark exactly. home, like the dun. <laughs> Okay. You know what sure. I'm talking about? No, you know? I don't, but sure. Yeah, I do. Oh, do I? 
that like that dark hum when like in videos like a low like hum. very Ezra like a, Cohen vibes yeah there it is yeah okay. we're going dark um we're gonna be off social media the whole month of February that's right 28 days yeah just to kind of give us a break and um kind of help us to set those boundaries and schedule out spending more time with the Lord like we talked about I don't know if that was the initial plan that, but it is now that is the plan but we also want to challenge you to do the same thing yeah we want you to go dark on your social media and uh, use the month of February as an excuse not to spend time on social media right um now uh, if you have church accounts if you have ministry accounts you have to keep up with you know that's an exception we know we all have to do that kyler has to do that um but if you can schedule them out schedule them out if you can get that far ahead that's great um but at least on your personal social media accounts take this time to go Mm -hmm. dark and spend that time sitting at the feet of jesus right right you know that might be a good opportunity and for the i'm talking to you church social media person who just tried to make up 25 excuses as to why you can't do it um download all the apps on your computer software ipads etc log into your work accounts only um because please do it and this will be my soapbox until the day i die because um it just is um social media has a lot of effects on your mental health and so i just take the whole month of february to kind of well i take after you do it for the whole month of month of february and look back and see like how much better you feel yeah and uh, to, to bring it back to the mary and martha thing i wonder wonder i wonder wonders if if Martha would have sat with Mary at the end of the night, if she would have thought about all the things that she didn't get done or if she would have been able to enjoy the night. So I think that's applicable in this situation. I'll let you figure it out. But here's the deal. We're going to try to help you get off your social media because the week before February, we're going to put a link on our website and we're going to try to help you go dark during the month of February. And we're going to do this through a psalm prayer guide. We're going to have a, a booklet that is a psalm with a prayer prompt for every day in the month of February. And you'll be able to access that on our website. You'll be able to click to sign up for it. And you'll have a digital download of the psalm book. And uh, every day there will be a psalm with a prayer prompt on how you can pray through that psalm. Because I think sometimes we forget the psalms are prayers and you know, they're meant to be prayed. And uh, so... Good. We're going to try to embark on that through the month of February. So we're going to try to help you spend less time on social media and spend more time in the word and more time sitting at the feet of Jesus by praying the Psalms. So we're looking forward to it and we hope that you'll accept the challenge and be a part of our going dark in February. Yes. Thumbs up. And don't be alarmed because you will have cravings. Yeah, social true. media cravings. You will have social media cravings. You have withdrawals. You might get headaches from the lack of dopamine. Like it is what it is. It's real. It's very real. It's also sad. It is sad, but hey, uh, we want to try to do our part to help everybody spend more time with Jesus, ourselves included. We're we're going to do it also. Uh, I'm speaking for them. I'm assuming they're going to do it. Uh, yeah. um, wow. Thank you for the support. I, I appreciate that. I mean, I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you in, Chris? I'm in. All right, good. Kyle's in too. He told me off air. Did he? Um, he did. He did say. <laughs> he did say he's off. Uh, he he's he's on for that. Um, but anyway, uh, he's been off social media for a while, so it should be. Oh yeah. Him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? <laughs> but hey, take us up on the challenge. the The last week of January, we'll have that link on the website, and we'll tell you about it. And uh, we look forward to it. And um, February is going to be a good month for us. So, you guys got anything else, Chris? You got anything? Be like Mary and delete your Instagram. Wow, Kyler. 
That was good. I liked it. That's yeah. it. Echo, echo, echo Chris's statement. Uh, for producer Chris, for Kyler Clapp, for Kyle who is chasing a kid down a hall somewhere. Or tripping them. Or tripping them uh, in his school. I'm Jason Evans, and we will see you guys next week. Oh.